this week's Pilch Point on Pluckett's Live. Oh, I forgot where we were. Uh, <laughs> proudly powered by Newegg. Whether you're building a new PC or upgrading an existing one, Newegg has all of the parts and pieces to make that possible. Processors and motherboards and RAM and hard drives and all of that uh, are all available. Plus, they've got daily deals right now. They have a gaming PC uh, pre-built uh, with an 8th gen Core i7 um, on sale for about 300 bucks off. They've also got uh, last year's Surface Pro on sale and uh, some monitors and all kinds of other stuff. Um, and you can find out all the deals and all the things that are available by going to pilchpoint.live slash newegg. Alright. 2018 is coming to a close. We've only got a week left. And uh, that means it's time to start talking about next year, Avram. Yes. Well, the, uh, if you think back, you know... Time really flies, but at the same time, a lot of things happened uh, in 2018 in the tech world. I mean, there are a lot of things that didn't happen, but, uh, you know, look at the things that did. It was a very uh, embarrassing year for Intel, for example, in 2018, uh, between having the Spectre meltdown stuff happen and then, you know, what went on with their CEO and you know, failing once again to come out with 10 nanometer, uh, with 10 nanometer chips and volume. Uh, you know, it was a rough year for them. Um, and, but we also saw a lot of, a lot of interesting, a lot of interesting progress, you know, in terms of new, new components, AMD becoming more powerful. And here's what we expect for 2019. And, 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 uh, I want to tell folks that, uh, this week on Tom's Hardware, where I'm the editor in chief, we are going uh, we are going to have predictions every day. Uh, it's prediction week, so we are going to have articles up about uh, CPU predictions, GPU predictions, uh, SSD predictions, laptop predictions, VR predictions, and finally my story, which I think we'll put up last. So because so as because uh, it builds on all the other ones, which is 19 different predictions for 2019. Um, so and there's more that that we could have so uh, a few highlights of things you know i was talking about with the folks at the office that we think i certainly think will happen in in 2019 for first of all um we think that uh amd will probably release a 64 core 128 thread thread ripper processor Ooh. because it doubles every it doubles every year for them and they already announced that their server chip Rome was going to do that. So I think there will be a consumer available 64 core, 128, um, 128, uh, thread chip CPU. Uh, but, and there will be seven nanometer CPUs from AMD, uh, very likely, but 10 nanometers, um, ice Lake, those chips that people have been long been waiting for because from Intel, uh, if we see them at all, there won't be many. Um, as this past year, we did see they shipped a couple of Core i3s into China that were 10 nanometers uh, for Lenovo to use. But it was, uh, it's, it's the company has been on record as saying you may not see this stuff until 2020, and that's not um, good news because you know 
it's been six years since they got to 14 nanometers. Uh, and that means, you know, a lack of uh, advancement in processing technology. It's been how um, long? 24. Oh, and I shouldn't say six years. It's been, I think, 2014. Okay. So five years. Five but years. if it's, um, you know, it used to be every couple of years that they would go down a yeah. die shrink. Um, in the world of GPUs, we think that, uh, I think that AMD is going to also probably come out with new chips that will be somewhat more challenging to NVIDIA, new, new GPUs. NVIDIA is likely to, seems likely to release, uh, to replace its mid-range GPUs like the 1050 and 1060. Um, uh, in, in the PC space, this is a bold prediction I'm going to make, but I think that the next Surface Pro will get USB-C. However, I hope. However, I will probably then write an article about why it should have had Thunderbolt 3. But I think it will have USB-C. Um, I, um, I think we will see... I think it's pretty clear that we're going to see a third generation of Snapdragon-powered laptops uh, those who've watched the show for a while know I brought on a couple of previous ones that were very underwhelming. Um, but Qualcomm recently announced a new processor, the 8CX, that it claims will be as fast as a Core i5 Intel is today. We shall see. I think it's more dependent, their success is more dependent on having native uh, apps written that support their CPU without it having to do emulation. Um, and now... And now that Microsoft has uh, officially released uh, wide the uh, the ARM target for uh, Windows development for uh, for desktop development, that's a pretty big deal, and leads us down the path to be able to make that happen. Also, Google saying that didn't Google say they were going to make an ARM version of Chrome? I believe. Yeah. Yes, I, I had heard something about that. Yeah. So I I think. That is one of the killer apps that, that it's missing um, is that, you know, a lot of people use Chrome. It's the most popular browser and it doesn't run very well on the Snapdragon laptops because it's running through emulation. Um, I think we will continue to see um, in the world of storage, we'll continue to see SSDs get cheaper. Uh, SSDs that cost 10 cents a gigabyte will probably be commonplace in the near future, which means you'll be able to get a one terabyte for $100. Now, that's probably for a SATA drive, not a, not the faster NVMe standard. Uh, but nevertheless, um, all, all SSDs are getting cheaper. Um, you know, right now it's a little pricey to get a two, two terabyte SSD. It's going to be very affordable and getting, you know, a three and four terabyte SSD will be within reach of people, uh, which means um, hard drives are going to be less common in in pre-built computers. Um, even budget ones will probably come with SSDs very soon. Um, unless it's super budget, like a $200 computer, in which case it will also come with solid state storage. It'll just be in that, that cruddy EMMC memory that's sort of like, sort of like booting a computer off an SD card uh -huh. or something. But physical hard drives, their days are somewhat numbered, although I think 
for people who need high volume of storage, like they want to have, you know, two, three, four terabytes and they don't they only want to spend 80 bucks on it. Um, or for backup, mm-hmm. hard drives will continue to be viable for a while. Um, but uh, one thing that won't be viable is it is Intel's Optane cache, which was never a great idea, I think. And uh, that system that Intel's been trying to push for about two years now where you could get like a 16 or 32 gigabyte um, cache storage drive and it would make your hard drive a bit faster by caching your most frequently used uh, data in, into the solid state storage. We've seen this idea for a while. It's it's a bit it's a bit better than having a regular hard drive, but with SSDs getting this cheap, uh, and nobody really not many people use opt-in cache anyway. I think that's one that is really going under. Um, fine, finally, and we've got a lot more that we could we could talk about. I am going to say that the biggest overhyped technology of 2019 will be 5G. Um, 5G, yes, in the future, we will all have much faster internet, faster cellular, but it's going to take a long time before you actually have a confluence of phones, that's, a lot of phones that support 5G, and true 5G connectivity on a network. Mm-hmm. So in... Not just um, not just little micro spots, right? So yes, I think eight. I think um, there's like what doesn't AT and T have a hotspot right now that supposedly yeah, from does five G? Although they're faking it, they have planned to fake five G on some phones uh-huh. by put by changing the indicator that little thing in the upper right corner of your phone that says four G or three G if you're in a in a poor coverage area to say 5G E as in 5G evolution cuz it's almost 5G. Yeah. So that's that same crap that T-Mobile pulled with 4G. Yes. yes. That we called I, 4G. Yes. So that's the thing. I can't get excited about this because it is it is always more hype than reality. Mm-hmm. Like yes, you want faster faster connectivity. Great. I mean, 3G was a the bump from 3G to 4G was a lifestyle change. You could like actually stream video and actually download stuff. The bump to 5G, so far, I'm not sold. I mean, unless what it results in is significantly more reliable connectivity, mm-hmm. because 4G is fine. Like for everything that I think most people do, yeah. even even streaming video, streaming music. Like make you know surfing the web, playing games. 4G is really really good. The only problem is when you're when you lose it when you're moving around. Like I'm taking the train to work, and some some areas on the train it's zipping along, and other areas on the train I might even have the same five bars, but it seems slow. Uh-huh. So, but if it were but if I'm in a spot where the 4G is good. It's not like I'm sitting there going, oh, man, I wish this were a little faster. So I don't know. I'm not that excited about 5G. I know a lot of people are. Um, but anyway, whether you're excited about it or not, there's not going to be a lot to get excited about with 5G in 2019. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, even even the talk that AT and T went live with ten cities this week, even that is uh, no. They they didn't really. There's little micro spots in those ten cities where they're testing some five G capabilities, but it's not like it's not like everywhere you go you're gonna have five G. In fact, if you walk a hundred feet, you're probably gonna slip back down to LTE as it is. You know, they're just and there's only that Netgear Wi Fi thing that you can get a hold of right now. They've got test devices, but that you can't get it. Yeah, it's also just, I don't know, far be it for me to say that there's such a thing as internet that's fast enough, but I mean, I mean, the real, I mean, real, like I said, reliability and like being consistent is, is if, yeah. if it makes things more consistent then that would be great. Yeah. But like, are there things that you would like to download on your phone now that you cannot? No, no, I, I mean, for for a total of maybe 30 hours a year, I'm in a situation where I wish that I my hotspot was faster. But that's about 30 hours a year, and it's for a weird situation that most people are not in. That's when we're in a place where we're trying to broadcast in the... <laughs> yeah, the, so, sure. And we don't have... You know, the Wi-Fi sucks or something like that. And that's... That is such a weird and special situation. I mean, that that's a good that's a good situation to bring up. But then I also would say, if you were able to get, I mean, isn't like in in a good, really good coverage area, which doesn't happen a lot, right? If you were able to get like 50, uh, 50 up and fifty down, which the technology I think four G can do, like, would you be fine with that? Yeah, if I could have that, but again, have the consistency. Yeah, yeah, that would be fine. But I don't, I don't get fifty-fifty for yeah. more than a couple of minutes in a straight shot before yeah, it starts I, to kick out on it on us. Yeah. So I guess that's my question: Is it that we need faster speeds, or we just need more consistency? Right. And you know, if the if the bandwidth is is larger in general, the availability is larger. Maybe that means because you know one of the things the the more pressure that's put on a cell, the smaller the cell gets. Um, that's just the way radio works. Um, so the more right. pressure put on the cell, the smaller the cell gets. So, you know, if there's more bandwidth and our normal everyday activity is put less pressure on that cell, maybe they won't shrink and we won't end up with those, those places where we slide into HSPA plus or whatever. <laughs> Cause yeah. I, I've got some places that when like downtown Tampa, when it, when it gets busy, it goes from LTE to like HSPA or sometimes even one X. What, what really bothers me, and this has happened to me on a couple of different carriers is they don't, it's, I, I appreciate the honesty of that more than I appreciate a lot of times. It looks like I have like four bars or five bars of four G, but things aren't loading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it's still not behaving the way that the phone is advertising that it should. For sure. Um, so you said that uh, these articles are going to post uh, throughout the week? Yes. On tomshardware.com, check out our homepage throughout this week. We will be uh, we will be publishing various prediction stories. Fantastic. Well, it'll be, it'll be fun to read all of the predictions, and it'll be fun to uh, 
to see how they they come out at the end of the at, at the end of 2019. We right. Should... I I look forward to talking about this next December and seeing yeah. what if thing I got right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I'm gonna like as soon as we get off the air, I'm gonna put a reminder into Cortana that that our end of 2019 should come back to. 163 or whatever your episode number is for tonight because yeah. <laughs> that would be so much fun oh, yeah. oh my goodness well I look forward to that and uh, I look forward to, to to seeing you in less than two weeks Yeah, <laughs> so exciting uh, anyway uh, thanks for this and uh, I look forward to the articles <laughs> <laughs>